0: Hi there and welcome back to our Easy Insights mini-series on real estate marketing. In this session we're going to be tackling a topic that affects a lot of real estate agencies and small businesses and that is Facebook advertising. We'll be asking the really big question, to boost or not to boost? Don't forget if you're listening to this in the car or you don't have time to take notes pop your name and email into the form below this podcast and we'll send you a short summary of the main points so you have a reminder to take action later. If you want more details on this particular topic we also do have an article on our website that you can find through our Facebook page. So there are two big points we really need to cover when we're looking at an intro to Facebook advertising. The first one's an obvious one, it is why do you even need to do it in the first place? The second one is how do you choose between a simple post boost, which let's be honest most of us are doing those all the time at the moment because they're really easy, or a more complex Facebook ad. So let's get down to answering those questions. Last year and this year, Facebook was put through the ringer. Their CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, was even bought before the US Senate because of some perceived breaches of privacy. Their brand, understandably, took a really big hit, and so did their user numbers, but that hit wasn't really as big as you would think it should be. Despite that drama, Facebook's active Aussie users still total around 15 million, so What that means is that despite all of that drama that they went through, despite being taken before the US Senate, 15 million of us Aussies still log on regularly and use Facebook. So if you thought the hit to Facebook's rep means that you don't have to focus on Facebook as a brand building channel anymore, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to think again. In response to the drama, Facebook made quite a lot of changes. And in fact, they actually started making a lot of changes way before that. And quite a few of those changes are changes that will affect your business and probably already have affected your business, even if you're not aware of it. Basically, Facebook has been playing around with how it decides what posts will appear on a user's newsfeed. If you're not really familiar with Facebook, your newsfeed is personal and it's unique. It's the first page you see when you enter Facebook, and it shows you a stream of the latest posts by your friends, family, and other pages that you follow. Needless to say, with 15 million Aussies alone using Facebook, and most of us with more than 200 friends, Showing every single post made by every single friend in your newsfeed is basically impossible. They'd be going through so fast that you wouldn't be able to see or read any of them. So something had to give. Facebook decided what was going to give and it decided that it's more important that people see posts from their friends and their family than they see posts of businesses and brands that they follow. So getting free traction as a business really started to get challenging. What this comes down to is this even if you have worked hard to get a thousand or ten thousand or twenty thousand followers, most of your posts aren't organically, that means for free, being shown to most of your followers. In fact, of your followers, research suggests that only around two to six percent will ever see the post in their newsfeed. Just to give you some perspective on that, that means that if you have a following of a thousand people, for example, only around 20 of them will see your post unless they remember to visit your actual profile page, which most of them won't, let's be honest. So what does all that mean for you? Why should you even bother using Facebook if that's the case? The answer is really simple. It's, it's millions and millions worth of people simple. And that answer is that millions of possible buyers and sellers are on Facebook. So it's worth finding a way to connect with them, even if it is a little bit more challenging than it was before. To make Facebook work for your business, there's a number of guidelines to follow. I'm not gonna get into all of them here, but I just wanna give you a few to get you started. So number one is, an obvious one and you've probably heard it a lot of times, but number one is that you need to post regularly. And I mean, really regularly. You need to be posting at least a few times each week. If you don't, you have no chance of getting enough engagement for Facebook to deem your posts worthy of showing up in your followers news feeds. Number two, your content needs to get engagement. Honestly, it does not matter how many followers you have if none of them see your posts and none of them engage with your posts. You need to make sure your posts are not all about you and what you think is interesting, but instead they're all about your followers and what your followers find interesting. You need your followers to like them. More than that, you you need your followers to react to them. You need them to laugh or smile or cry or share or comment or tag. Because when they do, the chances of other people seeing your posts increases. So how do you do that? How do you know which of your posts Facebook is showing to people and, and which of those posts are actually interesting your followers? The answer to that, is you can use the feedback that Facebook actually gives to you for free so open up your Facebook Insights for your business page and just have a look at the data it will tell you if your followers are more female or male it'll tell you their age groups it'll tell you when they're online and when they like to look at your posts importantly it will show you which posts have received the best engagement and reaction from that you can plan your future posts around similar topics or ideas so that you can increase interest. Number 3, I almost forgot we were counting them, but number 3, you need to forget about being salesy. I know it's sometimes a really hard thing to do when you're a salesperson and when you're a real estate agent, but when you're using your Facebook profile, forget about being salesy. So Facebook does not like profiles that are all about selling. So if all of your content is posts of the latest houses you have for sale or new deals or discounts, your chances of appearing in news feeds are actually pretty low. You need to mix up your content and provide interesting posts that share advice, insights, news, tools, and reviews. So that takeaway message again, it doesn't really matter how many followers you have, it matters how engaged they are. A profile with 10,000 inactive, unengaged followers may not be as effective as a lead generator as one that has 150 followers who are engaged and active all the time. Outside of the organic stuff, that's the free posts, you also need to invest a little bit of cash if you want to make Facebook work for you. To do that, you have the choice of simple Facebook post boosts, which most of us are doing, or Facebook ads, which are two really different options. Most businesses new to Facebook advertising just boost posts, but it might not actually be your best option. A Facebook boost is designed to boost engagement with that very specific post and with your profile. It's designed really to create action within Facebook. Basically, it's shown to people who are most likely to engage with that post, to like it, to share it, to comment on it. If you want to build that engagement that we talked about and encourage people to visit your profile or read your posts, a boost is a really great idea. The reason that posts mainly generate in Facebook action is really simple. It's a post. It's on your profile. By pure design, it was supposed to be there to interest your followers, not to sell to them. It's about connection and engagement, not about sales. To create action outside of Facebook, you need to set up an ad account and run ads. When you do this, you'll really see a difference. Facebook ads are all geared around a very specific goal. So boosting engagement, which you do with your post boosts, is one of those goals. But actually, Facebook offers around 20 or more goals to choose from. Goals like generating leads or sending traffic to your website. When using ads, Facebook doesn't actually mind you being salesy because that's obviously what ads are all about. Using Facebook ads you can create a promotion that is geared around your specific goal that you want to achieve and you have so much more control. So you can set up an ad that is designed specifically to send traffic to a particular page on your website. You have more creative options so you can create videos in the ad maker, slideshows, carousels, create lead forms that pop up within Facebook and you have better audience options so you can really build a strategic sales or marketing funnel. So when might you use both of these options? Your Facebook boost post or your Facebook ad. If you have a great video posted natively to Facebook that shares some useful real estate insights, and and a lot of you are doing this, we see them all the time, a post boost is a really great idea here. It will increase engagement with that post and it'll build your profile. If, on the other hand, you have a house that you want to sell to a targeted buyer profile, use an ad. Use the very specific audience targeting tools and send buyers outside of Facebook to the listing webpage where your contact form is and where your phone number is so that they can take action related to that particular property. Facebook is a tricky beast, especially with algorithm changes and the complexity of its ad offering. It is also an incredible advertising platform that should be included in your normal brand building and lead generation activity as a personal brand level, at a business brand level, and as well at your property promotional level. That's it for us on this post. As I said to you, jump onto our website if you want more details uh, and we will be back with another podcast next week. In the meantime, take it easy.